Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Major Things. I'm your host, Kira Cleveland, and today we're going to be talking about computer science. Computer science is offered here at UT by the College of Natural Sciences, and it's actually ranked 10th in the nation. So if you decide to come to UT for a computer science degree, you're getting one of the best degrees in the nation. I couldn't find any description on UT's website about what the computer science program strives for. However, Wayfinder describes it like this. Required and elective course offer a theoretical base of knowledge in a wide variety of the computer sciences, such as software development, artificial intelligence, networks, theory, architecture, graphics, and algorithm analysis. One really interesting thing about computer science here at UT is that they offer five different undergraduate degrees. So the first is the most basic and probably the most well-known is the Bachelor's of Science, which requires more math, science, and computer science courses. Then we have the Bachelor's of Arts, which is easier to work with other degrees such as liberal arts or other programs. So if you're looking to double major, the BA is probably for you. And then the Bachelor's of Science and Arts includes a built-in minor or certificate and broader liberal arts and humanities choices than the bachelor's of science so if you're still kind of looking for a more science-based degree but still kind of want to take a couple of liberal arts courses this is probably for you and then in the bachelor's of science they also have a specialty called the turing scholars honors program so basically this is going to be um, the computer sciences honors program as the title says then they have the bachelor's of science with a teaching certificate so essentially it's offered through the you teach program and it's designed for students who want to pursue careers as teachers. And then lastly, they have the integrated BS MS degree. So what this is, is that you can earn a bachelor's of science in computer science and a master's in computer science in five years. So if you already know that you're going to want to go to grad school, look into how you can get into this degree program because it'll probably save you a lot of time and a lot of money. So another really, really cool thing about the computer science program at UT is that they have a couple different concentrations you can choose from. So these concentrations include computer systems, cybersecurity, game development, machine learning, and artificial intelligence, and mobile computing. So I think this is amazing because it helps you find your people and people who are interested in the same field of computer science as you, but also it can help you establish networks. So what kind of classes do you need to take to be a computer science major? Well, you have to take the normal UT classes such as literature and American history and government, and then your required UGS course, which you'll learn a little bit more about whenever you get here to UT, Um, or if you you've already taken it, you know what a UGS is. Um, And then, then specifically for computer science, you have to take two courses in programming, two courses in systems, and two courses in theory. I'm going to go ahead and post all of the links to my research, including links to kind of find out what these classes look like in my blog post. So be sure to check that out so you can kind of find these resources. So what does post-grad look like for this major? Of course, you can get your master's of science in computer science. Like I mentioned earlier, UT does have a program where you can get your undergrad, your BS, and a master's degree all in five years. So personally, I would say that this is the best thing if you already know that you want to go to grad school. Here at UT, 
The Master of Science in Computer Science is 30 hours of coursework, and you can choose to do it with a thesis or without a thesis. And if school is just not your thing anymore, like you're ready to get out into the career that you want to, you can definitely do that. You can still be employed. You have an amazing major to get out there and go get a job. Um, One really cool thing about UT is that we are located next to so many big tech companies such as Google, Facebook, Microsoft. I know Indeed has some offices over here. So you have a whole bunch of opportunities to get internships and start networking. But if you just wanted to go graduate and stay in Austin, Austin is a premier tech city, especially because Tesla is about to open up one of their factories here, which I think that is going to be amazing. So let's discuss the question that is on everybody's mind. How much money can I make? So as I was doing my research, I found that computer programmers and people with computer science degrees can make anywhere between 70 and 80k per year right after graduation and obviously that depends on where you work but I think that's a really respectable amount to make right after you graduate. So now that we've talked about what you can do with a computer science degree and what it looks like here at UT, let's talk to somebody who actually graduated with a computer science degree. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your path to college and why you chose to be a CS major? Sure. Okay. Um, so my name's Avni. Uh, I am a Texas native, born and raised. Um, I grew up in Dallas suburbs. And so for me, going to UT was always something that was at the back of my mind. Um, I have a few family members that also like went to UT and it was always something that I kind of saw myself doing. Um, As far as what I was going to do when I got there, I had absolutely no idea for most of my life. In fact, for a long time, I completely rejected the notion of being in engineering or computer science or anything like that because my parents um, both have degrees in engineering. Um, It's a really typical immigrant family, um, two parents who are engineers. I have an older sister who also got a degree in engineering. And so... I was like, I need to do something completely different. Um, and then I ended up taking AP Computer Science in high school um, because I was that kid who wanted to take all the AP classes. Um, and for the whole like the whole first half of the class, I kind of forced myself to hate it um, because I just didn't want to like it because I didn't want to be like my parents. And I sucked at it. Like I was really bad. It was embarrassing. Um, I would like hide my grades from my mom because I didn't want her to be ashamed of me. And it was just like really bad. And eventually it caught up to me when I was like literally on the verge of failing, which is something that I like didn't really ever experience in high school, like before that. Um, and then once I kind of had that reality check, I realized actually like how much I love it. Um, And it kind of became like second nature to me. Um, I love what I do. And I knew from like, kind of like that experience that this is what I wanted to do for a greater portion of my career. And that's kind of how I ended up as a CS major at UT. Yeah, that's awesome. I like, I love how like, at first you were so like trying to reject it and then you sucked at it and then like, you just got like better at it and you realize like that's something that you really really wanted and I think that's so important and one of like the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast because I know a lot of people like they 
like don't want to be like something and then they completely end up wanting to be that and I think that's like so amazing um did you have like any preconceived notions like going in and like were there any are there any misconceptions about like being a CS major and was it a lot like you expected yeah um I mean it's (laughs) I guess like for me what I always thought it was going to be like what they showed in like the movies and in TV shows that it was just like a bunch of like nerdy white men who just like talked about computer science all day and like had no personality outside of that. And that was totally me being like really ignorant. I mean, my mom is a software engineer of almost 30 years and she is like, so incredible at what she does and it was like really really ignorant of me to like not um I don't know I guess like learn from her experiences in that way um so there's definitely like a lot of preconceived notions like not just from me but from everybody like the stereotype totally exists of like smelly computer science majors who just like sit in the lab all day and code all day and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and like I'm not going to say that there's, like, 100%, like, of CS majors are not like that. I mean, people are obviously going to exist that are like that. That's why the stereotype exists. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised um, to see, like, a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds who like to do a lot of different things. And I'll be honest, my first week as a CS major at UT, I wanted to quit like really badly because I didn't feel like there was a single person who was like me. Um, I didn't feel like there were a lot of women. I didn't feel like I would ever be able to make friends. Um, And I literally was going to quit. Like I got the forms and everything. Um, And I took a step back um, after a couple conversations with my sister. And I was like, I have to push through this. And I realized very quickly that that was totally a mental block. Like I've made some really incredible friends and like screw people who think that having that kind of a stereotype is a bad thing. I've met the most brilliant, smart, humble and empathetic people in my major. And it's taught me a lot about rejecting preconceived notions that I have for anything. I may not look like your stereotypical CS major, but I promise you that I'm just as good as the ones that do look like that. Um, and so I, yeah, it just, it took a little bit of pushing through at the beginning, um, but I'm super happy with my community, um, especially at UT. Yeah. Um, so what was it like? I know you touched on this just a little bit about how like you realized that, like there weren't a lot of like women in like your major. What was that like? I, um, because I definitely did stalk your LinkedIn and you are just <laughs> so accomplished. Like you have so many amazing internships and like, what was that like being a woman in your classes? And then also like with getting the internships and the jobs that you've had? Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks for stalking my LinkedIn. I <laughs> um, uh, weirdly appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the CS department has, about 25% women at UT. Um, and that's specific to UTCS. Um, 
And we kind of learned to tout that because industry standard for women in software engineering roles hovers around 20 to 21%. So I feel like I have kind of trained my mind into thinking, oh my gosh, 25% women, that's fantastic because that's so much more than the 20 to 21% that are like software engineers like in real life. And then you you like stop and think for a second and you're like, really 25% women? That's kind of pathetic. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's really, really pathetic. And it's really disheartening that it still exists. It's a slowly progressing number. Um, but for any girl who comes in as a freshman, it's extremely discouraging. I remember feeling like a fish out of water times 10. Um, There's a lot of conversation when you first get to college as a CS major because it's the fall semester. So everybody is like competing for internships. And there's this really stupid conversation that goes around that women are really only competing with women for spots within internships because for some reason people think that companies only hire women to fill a diversity quota. So you're not really competing with all the men, it's just the women. And that kind of turns you against like people that are supposed to be your allies, like your like closest, closest friends and like people who really experience the same things that you do. Um, it's awful. It is the stupidest, stupidest conversation. And I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say I'm a saint. I totally took it to heart and I feel like I did the same thing. Um, It wasn't until much later in my college career, to be honest, like my, maybe my junior year that I realized how negative of an impact that had on me. I feel like I assumed the identity of the token, like bro girl um, who put horse blinders on to all of the negativity and just kind of made myself like the perfect, like, um, like friend to the, like, I was like, I was like, I want to be one of the guys. Um, and I just kind of like lived like that. And I, every time like comments would be made about women, I would just like lower my head and like, I just got really desensitized to a lot of really terrible things. Um, that were never said with like malice, but like, why would you say things that could be taken as offensive in the first place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until much later in my college career that I realized how detrimental that was to me. Um, I got my internships because I worked my butt off and I studied really hard. I worked really hard. I talk a lot. I had great networking skills and more than anything, I had incredible mentorship from incredible women. I had some people that I look up, looked up to immensely and they kind of filled what I thought that I was gonna look like as an intern, as a software engineer, um, people like my own mother, people that I met throughout my college career. And it was honestly like the first, the first internship I had, it was those people that really encouraged me to like go after it and like work really hard to get it because I knew that's what I wanted to do. And then once I kind of had that experience with my first internship, I feel like I sort of started to take it upon myself to be that person for other people. I had 
mentees of my own. And I, yeah, I mean, you can look at my LinkedIn and like, I, I, you could see that I've done like internships here and there, but like that kind of imposter syndrome of like, am I really cut out for this? Like it doesn't really go away. Um, like I've still, I still like struggle with that, but every time I'm like questioned about like how I got my internships and stuff, I have to put myself in the shoes of like me as a freshman and remind myself that it's my turn to be like a role model and it's my turn to be like a positive figure. And so I guess that's all I can, that's like the biggest thing I've learned is that like you can look at my LinkedIn and I don't always want people to think like, oh my gosh, she's like the like smartest software engineer or like whatever, because I'm not like, I want people to take it as like, I just worked really hard and I used the resources that I had in front of me Mm -hmm. in terms of like my mentors and like things like that. Like they say it takes a village. It really, really takes a village. Like I could not have done any of that on my own. And like, so like my successes aren't just mine. Like I owe that to like every woman, every ally, my male allies, like my family, my community, like all of that kind of stuff. So how would you like recommend like girls who want to go into CS and like, I know at least to me, like whenever you're telling your story, it sounds like community was like a big thing for you. How would you recommend like finding like a mentor and like how to get yourself out there in a way that isn't just internships and just like what would be like a piece of advice that you would have wanted your freshman year? Yeah, that's like so important. And it's the one thing that I really wish that I had like more like structure in. Um, And I feel like a lot has changed in the past like four slash five-ish years in terms of like getting women into these into these spaces like it's becoming like the conversation about representation has always existed like to encourage young women to pursue stem careers you need women in stem careers like you have like you can't just tell a young girl oh this is something that you can do no one's gonna believe that Mm -hmm. unless they see somebody doing it like doing it already and like I'm lucky I had my mother Um, I had like other really incredible women in my life and you know that kind of helped with me in terms of like representation but I always wish I had more structured mentorship and for every single young girl out there that really wants to do computer science anything STEM related but just like need somebody to talk to there are so many programs there that exist built by girls is a program that I participated in Um, later on in my college career, it pairs you with, um, I think it like professional mentors, um, who you, you like have no familial connection. Like they're doing this, like not as an obligation to you, but purely because they want other women to succeed and getting to build a relationship with a woman like that. Her name is Raquel. Um, she's incredible. I like really owe so much of my confidence throughout my last internship. Um, I really owe it to her because she helped me so much um, in terms of seeing myself as like a full-time software engineer. 
because like when it's my mom, my mom's like, you can do it. And I'm like, yeah, I can do it. But it's my mom, you know, and to have a completely just like random stranger who is doing what I want to do, tell me that I can do it. Like it makes a huge difference. And she is an incredible woman. I like, I don't think she's ever going to hear this. I mean, I hope she does. And I hope she knows that she really, really encouraged me to follow my dreams and like really proud to say my dreams have come true. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there are so many programs that exist built by girls, girls who code. There's a program called rewriting the code Um, code with classy, um, like Carly class. She does a program as well um, for young women. And it's so incredible to see more things like that starting. Um, And I encourage every single young girl who needs it to pursue that support and that mentorship. Yeah, I definitely wish I would have heard that when I was a freshman, just because especially as a first-gen student, it's so hard to know like what you need. And like, yeah. you, like you don't know that you need mentors that like people say like, oh, like you need to like talk to your professors. You really do need to talk to your professors and you really need to join a community of like-minded people, whether it's majors or anything. And that's just like something that I know would help so many people just like if it changed like one person's life just to get a mentor like join these things like I just think it's so important yeah I mean I feel like it literally it takes one conversation to inspire someone and the more we have these conversations the more people are gonna feel like they have a place in wherever they everybody should deserve to feel comfortable wherever they go and like what in in whatever space they like want to express themselves in and like for me I guess like speaking like very professionally like it was so important for me to feel like I could walk into my office as a software engineer and express myself not just as an engineer but as a woman as like as a woman of color like all of those things you know like it's so so important and there's a lot of work that needs to be done but they're really incredible people that are spearheading these movements um but we can't leave it up to them right like these conversations have to happen on like a granular level Mm -hmm. constantly yeah I completely agree um so just like this is kind of a little bit more of a fun question what was one of your favorite internships or jobs that you had and what like what was the greatest thing that you took out of it because I know like when I just started using LinkedIn and I see all these people that have internships and I'm like, oh, that's great. But what did they actually do in their internship? And so I feel like that's something that I know a lot of my friends, like they look at that and like, I have no idea what that is. That might be fun. So like, what yeah. were your internships like, 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 I guess? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I will say my internships were not like my favorite jobs that I've ever held. Um, I'm like really lucky that I've worked in like a lot of different like areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I did like love my internships, there are things that I've done that I feel like have helped me as a person even more um, than my internships. But in terms of like computer science internships, um, I've done three. So um, after my freshman year, sophomore year, my junior year. And it's funny because um, I feel like I really, really scaled the range of what a good internship can be and what a bad internship can be. Mm -hmm. Um, Like my sophomore year, I had literally the best 
three months of my life working at um, Verbo, which was then called HomeAway. Um, they're a subsidiary of Expedia. They are in the vacation rentals business. Um, their headquarters is in Austin. I worked at the Austin office. Um, truly a turning point for me um, in my career. And I owe that, again, like I said, it takes a village. I owe that to my team. I was a young woman. I was 20 years old working on a team of all men. And never once did I feel like I was different than them. Um, not even as a woman, not as an intern, as a young person, no matter what. Like they really, really valued me and my input and that made me produce my best work. Mm -hmm. I excelled in my internship. I really, really pushed the boundaries of my own knowledge of the technology that I was working with. Um, I learned a lot. And more importantly than anything, I learned what I wanted to do in terms of software engineering post-college. Um, really helped me narrow down like what area of the tech stack I wanted to work in. Um, that experience, those three months are... I can speak glowingly about them and about my team for hours because it really, really shaped, you know, it shaped how I feel about work in general. I feel like I have worked too hard and I feel like everybody has worked too hard to work at a job that for the rest of their lives that they don't love. And it's really important for me in my career that if I'm going to spend 10 hours a day working, I want to love what I do. Yeah. And unfortunately, I've been in the position where that hasn't been the case, which is the under, other end of that spectrum where you have a bad internship, um, where you work for 10 hours a day and you just hate it. And it affects everything else in your life. And it's just not fair to you or the people around you. Um, and I learned a lot from that experience as well. But Truly, truly, my experience at HomeAway, Furbo, um, Expedia changed my life. And I mean, I learned what it means to be a software engineer. Um, I learned what it means to communicate as a software engineer, um, what it means to be a part of a company, to be an employee. Um, it was really special. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know you worked at Glossier this past fall, right? I what did. What was that like? Just to kind of like, kind of do like a 360 like I know that's not like doesn't have anything to do with CS but I feel like that's still like a really cool experience that you had while you're in college and like what made you want to like not do another internship or what made you want to go work for Glossier in particular yeah um I mentioned this a little bit that there are other experiences that I've had in my life that have made me grow more than anything and that was what that was what I was referring to um, I worked at the Glossier Austin pop-up. I was one of the offline editors, um, so basically a sales associate, um, while the pop-up was in town. Um, I'm, I like, I'm still floored that I even had an experience like that. Um, I've loved Glossier as a company for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. I've been following them from their inception to what it is now. And the opportunity to really get to understand the inner workings of that business was like invaluable. Um, it was the most fun I've had at a job ever. 
I loved it more than anything. I learned so much about skincare and makeup and truly, I mean, taking a step back, like the opportunity to surround myself with so many creative women and one man, um, Ian, incredible. I love him. But um, like on the like front of house team and to be able to connect with people who are so different than me was like so eye-opening. I don't really claim to be a creative person. I'm not. I can't draw. I can't paint. I can't sing. I can't, I can't literally like don't have any artistic side to me. And the people that I worked with are designers and creators and they're so inspiring, like always. And I learned so much from them about a completely different side of the universe Mm -hmm. that I just hadn't really tapped into. Um, Like truly the best thing ever. And like, I know a lot of people, like they were like, why are you spending your like semester when you could be doing, I literally, somebody asked me this, like, why are you, working like 25 hours a week at Glossier when you could be doing a tech internship, making more money, doing more valuable quote work, um, having something better on your resume. And I was like, I literally didn't even know what to say. Am I allowed to say bad words? On this? Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that was, I literally, I can't, that was working at Glossier was life-changing. I feel like I've said so many things are life-changing, but it has Mm -hmm. completely changed my perspective on like appreciating somebody else's creation. Like just truly incredible women, incredible men that I worked with. I, I could cry. They were the best. I love them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Glossy is a great company. The products are awesome. I use all of them, but it really was the people truly the best thing ever yeah and I think it's so important and I love that you like that you kind of touch on this that like you took like like why like you mentioned like why would you not why would you work 24 hours at Glossier and not at a tech company when like it just brought you a lot more happiness than anything else and I think it's so important because I know a lot of us can be like so stuck in who we are in like our school and who we are and what we're doing in our classwork and you as a person it's you are so much more than that and I feel like that's something that like is so underemphasized. I remember my freshman year like I was awful in my gen chem class and I would come home crying I'm like I'm a failure but like I was doing great in all my other classes and I was finally making friends and so like it's the other stuff like you can't let your academics define who you are oh like, yeah the choices I mean- that you make. I so, I so, so agree. Like, it's so important to remember that, like, people are so multifaceted. And, like, I know this podcast is about, like, living in a college major, but, like, I've met so many people within the computer science, like, computer science, like, community at UT that, like, let the major kind of define them and define how they spend all of their time. And it's almost like, like, I feel like there's a really toxic mentality that everything you do has to be something that you can put on your resume for the next internship or the, for the next job. And I think that probably exists like in all majors in like 
different kind of formats and like I feel like I was like that for a little while but really like working at Glossier brought me so much joy and like it like it really really brought me so much joy like I was so happy and like I was having a really hard time that semester in school I was looking for a full-time job which was I mean it's like mentally debilitating like having to recruit for software engineering internships and full-time positions um like just really not great for your mental health so whoever's listening to this in industry change your recruitment strategy terrible not fair (laughs) um but yeah I it was really tough and I'm so glad that I rejected like rejected that whole idea that I have to spend my time doing things that are going to benefit my resume I'm not my resume Mm-hmm. I'm a person with feelings and like working at Glossier, working anywhere else made me feel really happy. And I just think that's something really important for everybody to remember that it's important to spend your time doing things that make you happy, not what will make your next employer happy. Yeah. Oh, that was so, that quote, <laughs> put it in the clip. I love that. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And best of luck to you and everything that you do going forward. You're so welcome. And you too. You're amazing. You have so much in front of you. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so excited for you and Vivian. I love you, Vivian. Both of you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys again for tuning in to our second episode of Major Things. It was super fun to record. And I hope you guys like the sound quality. I kind of made a DIY sound box. So let me know if you want to comment on our YouTube channel or if you want to go comment on our Instagram. Let me know what you thought about the audio change. I'm super excited about it. And more than anything, share this with someone who you know is struggling to find a major. So whether it's a fellow college student or if you know a high school student who's struggling on what they want to choose, send this to them and have them reach out to me. And if they want to learn more about a specific major, I would love to research it. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye, y'all.